Welcome to the Inside Scoop Live podcast, where indie authors get personal about their books, their writing, and their passions. I'm your host, Sherry Hoyt. Join me for some lively conversations with debut indie authors and seasoned veterans alike. It's a great place to find your next amazing read or even get inspired. So sit back and enjoy the show and let me know what you think. Well, hi, everyone. Lauren DeLeo is here today to talk about her new book, Secrets in the Islands. It's a middle grade adventure featuring 12-year-old Sammy Johnson, who joins her world-famous archaeologist parents on a dig site in Haida Gwaii, where she uncovers a web of secrets, missing artifacts, and danger, forcing her to muster the courage and confidence to solve the mystery before it's too late. Before we get started, here's the inside scoop on the author. Lauren DeLeo graduated with a degree in journalism, however, she's always been far more interested in the adventure novel that was in her book bag, as well as her next travel destination, than she ever was with her current local news assignments. She has published many articles across a variety of platforms. Secrets in the Islands is her first book. Lauren lives on Vancouver Island with her husband and two wonderfully energetic children. You can learn more about Lauren DeLeo and her work at sammyseriesadventures.com. Well, hi, Lauren. Welcome to Inside Scoop Live. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. I'm excited to hear about your book. Uh, Why don't you get us started by telling us a little bit about Secrets in the Islands? What is it about and what inspired the story? Uh, Sure. So I guess short version, it's an adventure mystery story where Sammy, a young girl whose parents are world famous archaeologists, gets to tag along for the very first time to a dig site that her parents are going to work on. But after she gets there, she becomes wrapped up in all sorts of trouble helping her friend and trying to find some missing artifacts. So and then for what inspired the story, I've always been like an avid reader. And when I was younger, I loved adventure books. So Secret Seven by Enid Blyton or even the Alex Ryder series by uh, Anthony Horowitz. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in university, my initial declared major was actually anthropology. So I took a ton of archaeology classes and then later decided to change my major to journalism. But either way, I thought, <laughs> why not combine uh, my love of writing and reading with my interest in archaeology and then share that with the younger generation. So I guess with that, my idea for the first book in the Sammy series was born. Nice, nice. I love that. That's a big change in majors. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was a good change. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, so what age group do you envision your book being read by most? Anywhere from like eight, nine up to, you know, probably 12, maybe 13. Mm -hmm. Um, Sammy, you know, when the book turns 12. So um, kind of in and around that age group. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. I love that age group. It's really popular in literature. And I'm, I'm so glad because that is just a great age to get children involved in reading and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I agree. So why did you choose uh, Haida Gwaii as the setting? Well, Haida Gwaii, in my opinion, is easily one of the most beautiful places in the world. The people are so friendly uh, and they care so much about the island that they call home. When I visited in 2016, I was in awe of like their heritage and the way they preserved and protected their history. And ultimately, I wanted the first book to be in a location close to home. And Haida Gwaii just worked so well with that. Okay, so where is it actually located? It's just north of Vancouver Island. So I live on Vancouver Island, and it's uh, kind of a group of islands just north of that. Oh, Vancouver Island's a beautiful island, too. (laughs) Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nice. Okay. And so what was your process for creating uh, Sammy Johnson, her character, and also, I guess, her unique background with her archaeologist parents? Yeah. So I think I really just began by getting the story down. So the adventure and the mystery part came first. And then I kind of built Sammy's character and life around that. So I wanted her to be relatable. Kids at that age go through a lot. That transition from being you know, a kid to a teen or a young adult comes with a lot of different emotions. And so I wanted to make sure that I added that component to the book mm-hmm. um, and was able to show how she ended up dealing with those issues and those feelings in the end. Okay, yeah. And uh, her parents do have a, a unique career. So it's really an all over unique adventure to me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. And that's kind of, you know, it's like, oh, how do I, you know, how do I get a 12 year old girl to travel the world? And it's like, well, you know, the parents have to have some sort of unique job that way. So that's kind of how they ended up being um, archaeologists. Yeah. I love that. I love that, that your uh, main character is a girl too. (laughs) Yes. That was, that was thought out as well. (laughs) (laughs) So now you cover some serious topics too. What motivated you to address themes like cultural heritage and and environmental issues in a children's adventure story. So, you know, that wasn't the initial motivation for the book. It just kind of happened as I was writing it. But in my travels, I've seen some amazing heritage sites and, you know, the pride that goes along with that. Um, But I've also seen kind of some sad things, I suppose, just archaeological sites and pieces of history that um, likely won't be around for very much longer just due to, you know, the way they're treated or the number of people that visit the site or location every year and making money sometimes just seems to take priority over properly preserving history. Mm. So I guess that was kind of my motivation um, that way was, you know, if you can speak to these issues with the younger generation first, you know, um, maybe they can change for the better in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Cause they grow up with a different kind of, I don't know if I want to call it expectation, but viewpoint on things. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I noticed our reviewer mentioned the authenticity and the research you did. Uh, how did you research the cultural heritage and archaeology of Haida Gwaii to ensure that authenticity? Yeah, so there was a lot of time uh, spent double checking, triple checking facts, cross referencing, etc. There were definitely full days that were just spent researching and reading and writing facts down. And the museum in Skidigit was also a great resource. So they had quite a bit of info online. And again, if you ever find yourself in Haida Gwaii, it's an absolutely amazing museum to visit. I learned so much when I was there. So So you did a lot of the research in Haida Gwaii. Yeah, like, I mean, I had, you know, I had that stuff. Um, and then, you know, just like a ton of ton of online stuff, um, scholarly articles and, and, and things like that. So yeah, I'm all for travel research when we can. <laughs> mm-hmm, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so to me, writing for that age group is is really challenging. Did you face any challenging issues in writing a story that is both, you know, entertaining and informative about the issues that you were covering? You know, I don't know if I can speak to like the serious issues again, as that wasn't what I initially set out to do. But I can speak to the fact that there are a ton of fantasy books out there for kids and everyone loves a good fantasy story, me included. But I really wanted to focus on the real world and to show how there was still, you know, adventure and mystery out there as well. Growing up, those were always my favorite kind of stories, the ones that kind of took your breath away in suspense, but could still actually happen in real life. (laughs) Um, So I don't know if I faced any challenges in writing it necessarily. 
But I think the challenge almost comes now with competing with that one genre fantasy that seems to have taken over the juvenile market a little bit. Oh, yeah, it's really popular. Mm-hmm. All fantasy is popular. Yeah. Another unique thing about your book to me is that, you know, your book highlights the importance of online friendships, which is very relevant today, and modern ways of communication, other modern ways of communication. What message do you hope to convey to your young readers about digital relationships? So I first began writing the book, um, just, I guess, jotting down ideas for the book during the pandemic. So that was kind of the first time I realized that although the circumstances of it were kind of crappy, real connection could happen online, all thanks to technology. And I guess that was my initial motivation for Sammy to have such good connection and relationship to her school friends online. Yeah. Boy, that just changed the world, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> In good ways and, and, and bad, I guess. Yeah. How do you think Sammy's character and experiences can resonate with kids today, especially those who interact with their friends primarily online, like homeschooling? And in Sammy's yeah. case was a little bit of that, right? Yeah. Like I just mentioned, you know, the pandemic taught us that we can have real connection on an online platform. And if you're one of those people who sees their friends and loved ones mostly through a screen, then you are amazing. Um, But what I really wanted to show with the book was how even when you like you put yourself out there, sometimes you can make friends in the most unexpected ways. So like the way that um, if you've read the book that Sammy met Eli on the beach when she arrived, you just never know when you're going to meet a new potential friend. So I would just encourage the young people today to to not be afraid and to also put their most authentic self out there in the real world as well. Yeah. Are there any aspects of your own childhood or experiences that influenced elements of the story or the characters? Yeah, actually. So my dad was born in uh, Papua New Guinea, and he spent a pretty big chunk of his childhood there. So when I was young, some of my favorite memories are of him telling me bedtime stories of his time there. So, you know, jumping in waves (laughs) on black beaches or centipedes the same size as your arm, scurrying across jungle paths or little planes landing on dirt runways on the edges of cliffs, just things like that. And I suppose those stories have for sure influenced my personal travel inspirations, Mm -hmm. as well as my inspiration for the Sammy series books. I love that. Good memories. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you hope readers take away from Sammy's adventures and her efforts to protect cultural heritage? So my main hope is that kids read this book and think, wow, it is great to get out there and explore different cultures and meet new people and discover new adventures, but to also go out there with the utmost respect for other people's homes and land and way of life. And number one, just an understanding that all around the world, People do things differently and live differently and have different priorities, and that's okay. And it should really be celebrated and appreciated. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I guess what was Sammy's draw to the the cultural heritage? Well, I don't know if she necessarily had a you know a draw initially. Like I mean, in the book, she's kind of a bookworm, so she loves to you know study and research. But in the book itself, she meets um, a local girl who has you know grown up there. And she learns a lot through this friend that she meets, right? Um, and, you know, it's kind of about Sammy being able to, to open up and to learn not just from books, but from, you know, the people who have lived that history a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of feedback have you received from readers? Do you have any memorable uh, feedback you can share with us? 
So I mean, the book was just published. I haven't received a ton of feedback so far, but the feedback I have received um, has been pretty good just about, you know, started reading it and couldn't put it down. So I think the adventure mystery part uh, (laughs) is covered pretty well. But I do hope that when, you know, kids read it, we're, you know, able to take something away about, you know, like, how we explore and how we travel. Um, and at the end of the book, there's actually, there's a few facts about Haida Gwaii um, and just kind of to be able to use it as a learning resource as well. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's something to consider for maybe for you for future like school visits. Yeah, no, it's definitely on my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that can be a little challenging, but rewarding too, because I, um, yeah, something to look into for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So What role do you believe children's literature plays in educating young readers about environmental and cultural issues? So I do think it's actually a pretty fine line. Um, In this first book, the environmental and cultural issues were linked, but I don't believe that's always the case. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think kids are smarter than we give them credit for. (laughs) And I think that giving them an awareness of the world around them is never a bad thing, as long as we teach them how to form their own opinions but they can't do that unless they have all the information, right? Right, right. So in your Mm -hmm. opinion, uh, what is the key to writing a successful children's adventure that also teaches important lessons? The Secrets in the Island is still a fictional book, so you know keeping it uh, enjoyable to read is really important. But I think the book also opens up the conversation on some important topics that I hope kids will discuss with you know, a trusted adult in their life, things like bullying or being able to make new friends or just overall some of the pressures this age group faces that maybe they don't know how to bring up. I think that characters in books in general can sometimes guide kids on how to deal with some of those issues. So when writing the book, I also aimed for realistic. So does Sammy keep things from her parents? Yes. In the end, is there a better foundation (laughs) of trust? Yes. So I think the answer overall is just to keep it as realistic as you can while creatively weaving the story around that. Yeah, yeah. Like, And you mentioned earlier, it's such a difficult age group. They've got so much coming at them from all aspects of, of life. So yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be that age again. I know that. <laughs> no, I know. It's a tough age to be, so. Yeah. And, and also, you know, I mean, a, a great time to, to look back on, too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of change goes on, for a, sure. A lot of group. change. There's so much um, emotional, emotional, social, you know, all that kind of growth is just trying to figure out who they are, who they want to be. And yeah, there's a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you think the digital era and online learning are changing the landscape of children's literature? I think that with technology we have today, um, kids seem to have an unlimited access to a wealth of knowledge. But I do think, unfortunately, that's overshadowed hands-on learning. So the train of thought these days seems to be like, well, let's sit and let the kids take this virtual field trip through, you know, the famous Florida Everglades instead of just getting out of the building and taking them to a local wetland, you know, 30 minutes away where they can see and hear and touch and smell. Um, And I think the thought of just staying stationary and not wanting to show kids actually how to explore seems to desensitize them to the real world Mm. so yes sammy does school online yes she has online friends but you know the point of the book is she gets out in the world and she learns by being there and involving herself and what her parents are learning about and i think that's such a integral way for children to learn 
Yeah, absolutely. I can't help but think back to, you know, when I was growing up and we played outside all day and, you know, my mm-hmm. mom didn't know where I was until, you know, almost dark. And, and, you know, that's, yeah. that is definitely not the case today. Things have changed so much. So, but there is less getting outside and, and less adventure, I think. Yeah. Um, and maybe yes. that's not the case for everybody, but mm-hmm. certainly for a large percentage. So what do you find most rewarding about writing children's literature, especially with a character like Sammy? She just sounds like an absolutely wonderful character. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's the goal for sure. So like, it always feels nice to inspire, to motivate. And that's what I hope to do um, with Sammy is to create a character that is relatable. You know, she has feelings of nervousness or anxiety or fear, but that's what makes her brave is being able to tackle these feelings and to experience new things that ultimately build and evolve, you know, the person you are becoming. Growing up, I remember, you know, it was kind of difficult to find adventure stories with girls um, as the protagonist. And so mm-hmm. uh, making her female was a well thought out thing, you know, it was like I wanted to inspire girls and boys, but, you know, definitely girls to be brave and to get out in the world and to explore and, um, you know, ultimately, you know, evolve the person you're becoming, like I said before. Yeah. Now you you mentioned that Secrets in the Island is the first adventure in your series. Do you have the next adventures planned? And if so, can you give us a hint about what's next for Sammy? Uh, yeah, for sure. So I have, like, I mean, I definitely have a couple books planned, but I'm currently working on book two. So the epilogue in the first book kind of kickstarted that adventure and the Johnson heading to Ethiopia next. So a little bit further away from home. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so how many books do you have planned? Uh, ultimately, like, I mean, I have probably five or six planned, but, you know, we'll take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's it's a great series uh, opportunity for learning um, and, and adventure of different places around the world. So I love that. Yeah. 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 So I guess the big question, <laughs> what advice would you give to aspiring writers who want to tackle complex themes in children's literature? Or, or even just children's um, literature in general. Yeah, I would say, like, I mean, ultimately do your research for sure, right? Um, and just keep in mind that always, like, you're writing for a fast-changing and rapidly growing young brain. So I really think the majority of topics can be presented to this age group as long as they're presented in the correct way, you know, which is a factual way. Okay. So what formats do you have your series available in? And have you considered like maybe audiobook presentations? Yeah, so right now it, it's just print. So it's, um, it, well, it's ebook and print. But definitely audiobook um, was, before I was even finished the book, was um, definitely on my mind. Like I have two young kids and we listen to audiobooks all the time. So I'm definitely looking into getting it into an audiobook form. But right now it's available in print version. You can order it off uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and it's available in like ebook and Kindle form as well. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Now you mentioned your kids. So what age group are they in? And and what do they think about uh, mom being a famous writer? (laughs) (laughs) My kids are two and four. So a little bit younger than uh, than the prescribed age group for the book. So they, you know, they they know about Sammy and her adventures. And, you know, my kids love the little adventures right now. And so I hope, you know, in in writing these books, I I inspire them for to tackle the bigger adventures kind of later on in life. The book is actually the first book is dedicated to them as well. So Oh, I love that. Nice. Yeah. Well, Lauren, is there anything else you wanted to add today? 
you can check out my website, sammyseriesadventures.com for more info, just on where to purchase the book. Uh, you can find a link for my Instagram, which has like more behind the scenes things. And then it's also on Instagram where I'll be posting some stuff on the second book. So, you know, be sure to follow along on the adventure. Okay, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on the show today and, and sharing a little bit about you and your work. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today for my interview with Lauren DeLeo, author of Secrets in the Islands. You can learn more about Lauren and her work at sammyseriesadventures.com. And be sure and check out our other interviews at insidescooplive.com.